Dan Dickow here for Gonzaga Nation SI, the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. The, today's a WCC Weekly. Um, what a week in the WCC. Lots of good games were just played. I'm going to give you a quick recap on that, as well as sharing with you, actually, more importantly, what's to come, because um, you're starting to see some teams heading in the direction that they didn't want to go, namely USF and UP, and you're seeing a team going in the direction um, that's a bit surprising. Um, and for them, they're glad it's going that way, and that would be the Tigers of Pacific. So uh, really interesting week last week for Gonzaga. Uh, you know, they went on the road, two road games in the Bay Area, first being at San Francisco, where, quite frankly, San Francisco dominated that game for about, 35 minutes uh they had double figure leads at many different points of the game uh including in the second half uh drew timmy really struggled he was three of 16 from the field uh but the experience and the know-how of what to do and how to perform in close games from rajir bolton came through in the clutch uh three threes in the last five minutes of the game and the putback layup with about seven seconds or so um, off of Drew Timmy miss was the difference. So the Gonzaga goes in to USF wins on the road by two after struggling is, uh, is the sign of a champion when you can kind of gut out wins when it's not looking like it's going your way. Uh, had a difficult bounce back game, had to do, uh, had to perform again uh, two days later against a really good Santa Clara team. And they were in a similar boat in that game. They were down double figures early um, because Santa Clara was playing so well behind Brandon Pajimski, as well as uh, Carlos Stewart. Um, they got production across the board, really, I, I thought from Santa Clara. But uh, Drew Timmy struggled early and then he was Drew Timmy, the last 30 minutes or so of the game. Nolan Hickman got in early foul trouble with two quick ones, I think, in the first six minutes. But then after that, he was tremendous. Uh, career high 20 points, including the dagger three in the last minute, um, where uh, seemingly the set play looked like a pick and roll was supposed to be called. Uh, I can't remember if it was supposed to be with Timmy or if it was supposed to be with with either Strother and or Watson. But uh, that being said, the play was messed up. And as a point guard, you got to be able to recognize it and then go make a play. Nolan Hickman did that, hit a big time three in that final minute. Um, so Gonzaga was able to pull away with the victory. St. Mary's continues their strong play. They're sitting at three and oh, BYU at three and one Pacific. The upstart that I mentioned um, has now won three in a row. They are sitting at three and one um, with a chance um, to really make a statement this weekend. And I'll talk about that in a second when we preview some of the games this week. Santa Clara at two and two. LMU at two and two as well with a good win by beating BYU. Um, USD, the Toreros and USF sitting at one and three, which is really about to be expected for USD on, in first year under Steve Lavin. Not so for the Dons after their non-conference. I was not expecting a one and three start. They've got an enormous week coming up for them. Uh, UP, the Pilots sitting at 0 and three, which is a shock and a surprise after some of the bright spots they had early. 
and then Pepperdine at 0-3. Hard to imagine the talent that Pepperdine has hasn't been able to come out with a victory, but uh, they may this week when they go on the road to beat USD. So um, when you look at it, big picture wise, I think this past week, the game of the week uh, or maybe the surprise of the week would be um, Pacific knocking off uh, or excuse me, LMU beating BYU. Um, BYU had been playing really good basketball kind of under the radar this year as compared to years past in the WCC. Um, But they were able to beat BYU uh, and really kind of set some, uh, some, kind of set the tone as they keep going because LMU I think has been a surprise as well um, throughout the non-conference but everybody always looks Gonzaga and then that second tier St. Mary's BYU BYU um, is is usually the team that you think hey we can get a win here and LMU was able to do that so in looking ahead to this week um, it's uh, it's an important week um because really you start kind of differentiating yourselves from, hey, we got a chance to win the league. Gonzaga and St. Mary's, in my estimation, are the only teams that that can rightfully say that. Um, but then you kind of got that second tier where you're fighting for a, a bye in, in the conference tournament. Uh, and then, you know, you're kind of differentiating yourself in the bottom tier uh, to then having to play um, you know, those those early round games in the WCC tournament in Vegas, which you want to stay away from. But when you look at this week, Gonzaga, it's a big week for them um, because they have another road game. That would be three road games in a row in league uh, in maybe three of the four most difficult opposing gyms for Gonzaga. USF is always difficult. Santa Clara has been difficult in recent years. Uh, and then BYU is always great. Tremendous crowd support. Um, so they're there, and then they come home to play University of Portland at the end of the week. St. Mary's had a little bit light, lighter of a week last week. Uh, they played a non-Division one Academy of the Arts, um, which they beat by about 20-some, but continuing to get some great production from freshman Aiden Mahoney. Um, you know, so uh, I'll have a chance to see him in person this week as I'm calling for CBS, the LMU at St. Mary's game. So that's the Thursday night game. And I think, um, you know, that'll be a big time test for LMU to see. Um, okay, you've already beat BYU. Can you beat another one of those upstarts um, in the, the the traditional favorites in the league? And then they play at USF. Uh, St. Mary's does. Uh, they play at USF on Saturday, which this is an enormous, enormous week for USF, um, in my my opinion. Uh, BYU, as mentioned, sitting at 3-1, but they play Gonzaga at home, and then they go on the road to Pepperdine. So uh, a split there, and you're sitting at 4-2, you're not, you're not feeling too bad about yourselves. If they can knock off Gonzaga at home and then go on the road and beat Pepperdine, you're sitting at 5-1, and one, and you're really feeling good about yourself as a Kook fan. Pacific, the surprise with three in a row victories. They, as well as Santa Clara, have a bye on Thursday. Um, but then those two match up uh, on Saturday. So Santa Clara sitting at two and two. Pacific sitting at three and one. That's uh, going to be an interesting matchup. I think maybe the the kind of under the radar game of the week in the league will be that one um, because St. Mary's and USF, I think is, is the big one when you look at Saturday uh, as a must win for USF uh, and, and, you know, a chance to get a road win for St. Mary's, but with this Pacific Santa Clara game, you know, I think it's so important um, for Pacific 
simply because they have never really been able to prove that they can beat teams that are above them in the standings in the WCC. Um, you know, they've always kind of mingled towards that bottom pack. Damon Stoudemire had a nice year or two with them where they, I think they finished fourth back to back years, but they were never able to beat the Gonzagas, the St. Mary's, um, you know, you to creep up into that conversation. Um, you always have to beat the teams that are below you in the standings. Uh, and that's what Pacific has done till now with their three wins in a row. Uh, if they could beat St. Santa Clara, which I think is a better team. Um, that would be a huge um, step in the right direction for Leonard Perry and the Tigers. Um, we talked a little bit about Santa Clara there, so that's obviously a big game. LU, LMU at 2-2, two and two, they beat BYU. Um, they're at St. Mary's, so that's a very important game this week for them. Uh, the Toreros sitting at 1-3, and three, they've got to get something going. Uh, they play Pepperdine at home on Thursday. Um, so that is a you know one of those ones where you're sitting – at home with a game against a team that is uh, talent wise, maybe better than you, but you got a chance to beat them at home and stay above them by two games uh, in the standings. That's huge. So um, that that's an important game for USF for, to me, they were a potential NCAA tournament team. When you just look at the analytics and the Ken Palm and the net and all that stuff, they were looking trending to be a uh, tournament team, a possibility tournament team. Um, after that win against Arizona State, since then, holy cow, it's been difficult in uh, in San Francisco. They're one and three to start in league, um, but this is a big one coming up. They play Thursday. Um, they play uh, University of Portland, who's sitting at one and three, um, and that could to me. And then they play Saturday St. Mary's at home. So this is an enormous week. You can't lose both of those games if you're a USF. Because you can't be sitting at one and five uh, towards the bottom of the league trying to to, to get right. You got to win uh, at least one of those, hopefully two, to keep uh, some semblance of, of momentum going in San Francisco. UP sitting at 0-3. They've got uh, a big week. As I mentioned, that big game on Thursday with uh, San Francisco is a huge one. And then they're on the road at Gonzaga. So as equally big as it is for San Francisco that I talked about, it's huge for Portland because they could be 0-5. They could be looking at an 0-5 record at the end of this week uh, if they don't sneak out one of these two wins. Now, Shantae Leggins last year when he was with Portland, they they played Gonzaga tough in Portland. They they got beat. Yes, they did. But, you know, they're physical. They didn't back down. They mucked the game up. Uh, they, they made it an ugly game. But not a a nice stretch on the bluff for the pilots right now. They got to figure that out. And Pepperdine sitting in the bottom as well at 0-3. They got all the talent in the world. They just haven't been able to put things together. Um, you, you, as an outsider, you start looking at, is it is it the leadership? Is it um, the ability to make big plays at the right time? Uh, what, what might it be? But they've got two road games this week, which doesn't uh, help them. They're at USD. And then they are at BYU. So um, interesting big week for them. But all in all, um, you know, the top two teams in the league are what I expected, Gonzaga and BYU. The third being, or excuse me, GU and St. Mary's. The third being BYU. 
I thought they might take a step back this year from what I saw in the non-conference, but that's not the case. Clearly, uh, they have played well and handled business, and we will learn a lot more about them when they host Gonzaga on Thursday. Uh, Gonzaga has moved up to nine in the AP polls. They stayed at they're at 10 in the coaches poll. Um, when you look at who's receiving votes, St. Mary's is receiving a few. I think they should be receiving a lot more than they're getting, but they're receiving a few. But if you look at the Ken Palm and the net rankings, which are analytically based being Ken Palm, and then a little bit of analytically based uh, with the net. But it, the reason the net's so important is because that's what the selection committee for the NCAA tournament uses. They're sitting at 10 and they're above Gonzaga in both of those. So it shows you just how good um, St. Mary's is. They don't always play a, a brand of basketball that appeals to a lot of people's eyes. They make things difficult on the defensive end. Offensively, they're very patient and they they beat you with simplicity, which uh, has been the calling card under St. Mary's for 20 some years now. So uh, big week in the WCC, excited to watch some games, excited to call some games, and I'm excited to be back a week from now filling you in on what happened and what some of the scenarios are looking like after another week. So for Gonzaga Nation SI, this has been the WCC week.